Hey, uh, welcome to an episode of Off the Fence. Uh, my name is Billy Bob, and this is my wife, <sighs> Cleopatra. Well, I was thinking Doris, but then I went, no, I'm not playing this game. My name is Katie. All right. My name's David. <laughs> Billy All Bob. All right. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for uh, listening and watching. Uh, we're going to go a little leadership today. Little, Ooh. Uh, I want to talk about something I was taught, and, and I would love to be able to tell you, hey, here is the originator of this stuff, but I don't actually remember. Um, it's like a lot of things that I've learned. I'm like, I don't know where I learned it, who I learned it from, where I got it. So if someone wants to say, hey, here's where you learned this from, that's fine. But uh, I'll just basically do my best to not take credit for anything. Shared uh, wisdom. Yeah. So uh, Leadership, leadership. We're not talking about boats, right? Like a ship. I'm just kidding. That's funny. It's not even close to funny. It's so funny. Have you ever heard the friendship like jingle? No. About it's your favorite boat. Never mind. I'll share it with you later and then we can have a whole episode to unpack it. It's wonderful. Leadership, though. Being a leader. I'm sorry about that, everyone listening. <laughs> um, I'll chat with Katie privately. <laughs> About not doing any kind of dad joke ever. Again. I thought it would be funny. That's Mom neat. Joke. So, uh, All right, fine, whatever. Today, uh, today I want to go leadership, and let me give you the trend here. 1 through 15, 15 gut check questions. Okay, that's a lot. So we need to put those in the notes below okay, for people cool. that need yeah. Okay, and why are we going over them? Because here, let me, let me tell you why. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Inside of that are 15 gut questions for leaders. And you're going to come back around because that was too fast. Yeah. Fantastic. Sure. I know that's a Bible verse we all should know, but okay. Right. Fantastic. Well, the Bible, uh, a major authority in our lives, uh, I really don't think there is a better approach to life other than to submit your life to God and let God tell you how to do the life he actually created. Mm -hmm. And so 15 gut check questions for leaders, and, and there are many uh, leaders listening, and and just so you know, leader, I mean, if you, if you lead any kind of people or person, I think this is applicable. So parenting yeah, at your job. Mm -hmm. I think when you're driving, you're leading because you're you're surrounded by people and you need to lead yourself. Sure. All right. Uh, 15 check, gut check, gut, gut check questions. This is for, what happens when you give me too much coffee. Hey, I'm just going to make a note of that. I just want you to know something. So maybe you should talk to yourself about I it. am in love with you. <laughs> you you, you um, are wonderful. Do you think your parents are ready for me to talk to them about maybe asking oh, for your hand in marriage? Now you've had too much coffee. I 15 love you. gut check questions for a check, check. leader. Love is patient. Here's the question. Am I giving others the same room to make mistakes as I want them to give me? <laughs> These are tough. Mm -hmm. Love is patient. Am I giving others the same room to make mistakes as I want them to give moi? Can I interject real quick? I would love to hear you interject. So I don't know how much time we have for this, but I like intermittently it would be nice to hear how you're like – how you're doing or how for some of these um like what you've learned or how you how you're doing well at it or how you're working on it 
and we don't have to do them with all of them, but this is where I wish we had like a lot of people to a go, panel. ooh, talk more about that. Or just like people sitting going, just asking questions about it. But sorry, that's that's a really powerful question. So often, uh, yeah. take notes as you're listening or watching or, okay. or get the show notes later. But uh, love is patient. Am I giving others the same room mm -hmm. to make mistakes as I want them to give me? Ooh. For most of us, the answer is, I'm not giving near enough room. Mm -hmm. Number two, love is kind. Do the people I lead actually like being around me? Hmm. Now, here's the difficulty. This, so you're going to have to ask, and you're going to have to get perceptive. But love is kind. Like, do people enjoy being around me? Mm -hmm. um, do you enjoy being around me? I do. Right answer. Good job. <laughs> I ask you to hang out outside of work. That's true. Yeah. Number three of 15 gut check questions for a leader. Number three, it does not envy. Am I automatically jealous of anyone who has a great idea and mm. constantly perceive others as a threat to my position? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's where that competitive, instead of wanting the best for others... And to be a ladder where, yeah. So I will tell you a practice that I have. Mm -hmm. uh, part of this is built into my personality. I'm gonna, so regarding envy, and um, you and I were just having a conversation we about envy. On our walk yesterday. Um, I'm reading a book, and, and, he, and he talks about how uh, he was, you know, he could admire a musician. He can go to a concert and be like, oh my goodness. Most amazing guitar player. Mm -hmm. He can have a friend who plays the drums really well and go up to his friend and be like, you're the most amazing drummer I've ever mm -hmm. met. And he goes, you know why it's so easy for me to do that? Because I'm not a musician. Yeah. However, it's when we do what the people that we're watching do mm -hmm. that it becomes a bit more difficult and we begin to get a bit more yeah. territorial. We begin to get a bit more jealous. And so um, one of the things that I regularly try to practice is I'm thinking every day, how can I help other people do what they love to do? And how mm -hmm. can I affirm what they're doing? It's mm -hmm. not a competition. Life is not, because I'm highly, highly competitive. So I have to tell myself this. So what has helped me, though, not be envious, where I, if I'm going to, instead of trying to find out, am I getting the chances I deserve, mm -hmm. affirming the great things that other people are doing mm -hmm. has helped me combat jealousy and envy and things like mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Number four, it does not boast. Do I feel like I always need to remind people of my previous victories? Mm. Social media. Mm -hmm. You like that? Mm -hmm. Well, not even ours. I think, I think even like when you become a parent, that, that is a whole nother realm of wanting to prove worth and worthiness, but through the avenue of your children. Oh, yeah. There's just so many layers to that. I feel like that's almost the nature of social media now is if you experience something good and amazing, it's even kind of rare for you. Take pictures, post it, and it looks like normal. Yeah. So you got you have to be careful about not, like boasting. I'm not saying every good post on socials uh, boasting, but do I feel like to remind people yeah. of my victories, of what I've accomplished, what I've done, yeah. how this is better since I've gotten here? Mm -hmm. It's a gut question for a leader. Yeah. Number five. It is not proud. Do I feel that I am the only one in the organization or the family or the group mm -hmm. that has all the answers? Mm -hmm. And some of you just right now heard that and watched mm -hmm. this and said, but I am the only one. Mm 
Yeah. There is your gut check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we all have blind spots. And if you're going to be a good leader, if you're going to do this right, you got to be willing to uh, to let other people speak in and and almost be caught off guard going, oh, that's right. I don't have all the answers. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, number six, gut check question for leader, uh, is not rude. Am I always cutting people off mid-sentence as soon as I discover that I do not like their idea, mm-hmm. or am I willing to actually hear them out? I, I kind of struggle with that. I like to argue a little bit, kind of get a little, little, de- little debate. Debates aren't bad. No. Arguing sometimes is. I can be rude about it. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Is what I'm just so th- that's I'm, an argument. I'm thinking through like where I'm like, I, oh, can I just interject here? Or sometimes that's just flat out rude. Let the person, let the people complete thoughts and stuff like that. Number seven uh, is not self-seeking. Mm-hmm. Who is this about really? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a leader and you showed up to work or you showed up and the whole family's together, mm-hmm. who's it about really? Mm-hmm. And what a question to ask, because even if you just ask the question, I think it's a bit helpful just by asking the question. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, I, this shouldn't really be all about me. Well, so far, all of these are questions that really reveal like areas to be worked on. If you're answering yes to a lot of them, it, it reveals some deficits that you have that could be worked on, which is good news. Instead of being like, oh, man, I stink at all of these. Anyway. Well, if you just caught us mid mid uh, time here, fifteen gut check questions for a leader. Uh, by the way, I want to thank our sponsor today. Don't uh, sponsor is coffee. <sighs> Refreshing. Is that cold? It's not hot anymore. Okay. <laughs> but thanks to our sponsor, coffee. Um, number eight. Number eight. <laughs> It is not easily angered. Are people afraid to bring me information that is true and accurate because they know I will lose my mind and begin to yell? Are they afraid to bring me information? Whew. I don't want to be the kind of leader they are like, yeah, you can't tell David. Can't tell dad. Right. Can't, oh. He'll blow his Can't top. tell my husband. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Blah. Let's stop this. This is too hard. No, keep going. Number nine. It keeps no record of wrong. See, this is dumb. We Ooh. shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> we really, this, I apologize for this podcast. Stop it. Keep going. Okay. This is really good because I'm a two on the Enneagram wing and I'm very justice oriented. Uh-huh. And so this is, as I'm reading this, this one was the one that I was like, because mm, I don't want to. Let's talk about this. It keeps no record of wrongs. Yeah. Do I remind people of their past failures or encourage them in their current condition? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking at me like no one. But it's a, it's a mental battle because my heart doesn't want to, but my mind's like, you keep being mean to people. You stop it. Uh, Instead of going, I'm a new day, fresh start. Anyway. I definitely would say it's in, in marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. As I've, When I've met with couples, it's definitely one of the things that, no, they're flat out, they don't want to say they're keeping record of wrongs, but they, they are keeping record of mm-hmm. wrongs. Mm-hmm. Especially the ones that you're like, it, where it's a complete injustice. It's not like just someone kind of like had a blip. Right. It's like, no, that was you, you, that's blatantly you should know to do better. And they yeah. didn't. Yep. Uh, they keep a record of yeah. it. Yeah. And the devil does a good job at reminding us. Well, that's, that's, that's a place of pain for sure that needs to be worked on. Number out. 10. Love does not delight 
in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Can people be honest and open with anyone in your organization, including yourself? Can they be honest with your family? Is mm-hmm. honesty something that can happen? Can mm-hmm. can uh, can someone speak into your life mm-hmm. uh, with some sort of truth? Mm-hmm. Hey, I noticed this um, without like something blowing up. Yeah. This is one again. My personality. I feed off of this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me more. Now I gotta trust you. I don't like like a a comment in my comment section. No, thank you very much. Right. But like a phone call, in person meeting, all that. Mm-hmm. It always protects. Mm-hmm. Gut check for a question for a leader. Do I have the Do I have the back of my leaders, my family, my mm-hmm. friends? Mm-hmm. It's very discouraging to work with someone who demands loyalty but will not extend it. Yes. I think loyalty, I've talked about this, I think loyalty is at a, maybe a, a major uh, low level right now mm-hmm. where we don't have the backs of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not suggesting that you condone bad performance at work mm-hmm. or bad behavior at all. You can call out the truth, speak to it. There can be consequences mm-hmm. to it, all that kind of stuff. But um, still... Defending someone, mm-hmm. having access to someone, that's a big deal. Not canceling someone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, always trust. Number 12. Number 12. Yep. Do I believe the people who lead their assigned areas can make day-to-day decisions without my input? Trust. Which I understand in a, at, a, at a place of work when you're leading people. But I think in parenting, as our children have, have continued to grow, so we have an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old, in the context of parenting, the goal would be to let them, to help them, coach them, parent them to be able to make decisions so we don't have to be invasively like, you know, did you brush your teeth today, 18-year-old? Um, anyway, that's that's been something on the parenting front more for me where I um, let them live and for make sure. those decisions. It's hard. Helicopter, lawnmower, parents, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Where, where, no, as a, as a, like, are you giving them room to fail? Mm-hmm. If no one around you fails or is allowed to fail, what that means is you don't trust you don't trust them. You you have a, you have yeah. an issue with trust. But I think not just room to fail, but opportunities to prove that they can do it too. Prove to themselves more than anything, though. Giving them space, though. Do you ever do you ever mm-hmm. uh, it, it, do you ever walk through like to, to help yourself? Okay, I do. Uh, where you're like, okay, our kids are doing this. Um, well. I guess they could fall off of that trampoline or that jungle gym. What's going to happen? They could break their arm, Mm -hmm. leg, foot, whatever, and we go to the hospital. That's probably the worst of what would happen. Mm -hmm. And do you ever play that out? And you're like, well, you know, maybe that's what we'll be doing tonight is we might end up in an ER. That's Mm -hmm. literally the way I think. Not out of fear, just I think maybe a bit of I'm on the Enneagram, I'm a three, and I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about like a few steps ahead of what's the most effective thing to do. And I'm literally thinking about if my kid falls off and breaks this, what's the most effective thing to do? Well, we're going to have to take him to the hospital or urgent care and get this bone put together or this cut uh, stitched up. So that practice has been one of the healthiest things that I do. It's become natural. It didn't used to be. But with Hayden, where we would go into a store and he would want something and he would scream his face off until either we he got it or we left and had kind of a reset in the car talking. But I do that now all of the time because it really actually just helps me be not 
super stressed or panicked because I don't go, oh, nope, no trampoline. And I go, okay, here's what could happen. We just had, we just hung out with friends yeah. this past week yeah. and there was a trampoline and Sweet Bo was on there with all these big kids and I had to process. But there were also times where I would go, mm, little man's going to come off for a while and let the big kids play because it's not a good choice. But I had to get to the end before I could come back and... That's a really good one. It's a good inventory for you to do, even as a if, as a leader. Uh, yeah. If you make it, uh, the people that you lead, make a list of where are you currently trusting them and where don't you trust them, mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 even if you never share that list mm. with those people, at least gives you a concept of how you're actually doing with trust. Yeah. And if with the areas you don't trust them, why are you trying to develop that mm-hmm. to where you can trust them if you yeah. don't? Or do they? Is is that? Indicative of a change that's needed too. Right. Where eventually yeah. you're going, hey, I've tried to work on this trust with you. You are untrustworthy. Right. And so we can't be on the same team together. In family, it's not so easy. It's, um, <laughs> right. No, we're related. So we're just going to have to figure this out. <laughs> but sometimes it's with our kids have gotten uh, privileges at different ages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like we don't have a hard, steadfast rule. Here's when you get your phone. Yeah. Be, no. And we've told them, like, to show yourself trustworthy. In fact, um, Titus. Here, full disclosure, you might be mad about this. It, it, during the summer, slacked off on his teeth brushing Ugh. practice. Well, then the other day he came to me because we still have pop left over from post prom, which is oh, like yeah. a, I feel we like a decade ago. We never have pop. And he's in like, the house. "Hey, Dad, can I have one of those pops?" And I said, "Well, hey, buddy, um, have you brushed your teeth today?" And he looked at me <laughs> like he got caught. He's like, "No." I was like, "I said, dude, I I can't let you have pop if you're not going to brush your teeth." And, and again, it's a simple like. I can't trust you to put things in your mouth that are going to damage your teeth right. if you're not going to clean them off. Do you know what you always do, though, is you say, thank you for your honesty, Yeah, but no. And yeah, here's no. why. So let's do it next time. And I love that because that that's a response to um, living in a home where we're constantly pressing, always always tell the truth. Show and he yourself does trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. So he did that, but then he made another bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's the easiest thing he Fine. could do. He's nine. Come on, brush those and all, teeth. And anyway. always trust. That's a, that's a big yeah. one. Number 13, the unlucky 13. <laughs> no, don't say that. Okay. That's so sad. 13. 15 gut check questions for a leader. Number 13, always hopes. Hmm. Do I always automatically assume the worst or the best about people? Hmm. Always hopes. Mm-hmm. Do I assume the best yeah. or the worst? You talk a lot about that, like giving people, assuming the best, giving people the benefit of that. It's one of the secret sauces to marriage. Mm-hmm. If you'll just assume the best, because some of the arguments in marriage are arguments that are never spoken. Mm-hmm. And it's simply because someone has assumed the worst, yeah. which leads to a Ugh. myriad of different responses. Yeah. If you'll just assume the best, you'll avoid a lot of unnecessary arguments 100%. and then you'll be able to actually do the right arguments well. Uh, always perseveres. Number 14, always perseveres. Am I quick to give up on people after they make one mistake or am I willing to teach them through it? Always perseveres. Mm. Am I, do I give up on people? You know what's interesting is when someone fails you, do you give up on them? That's tough, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. If you go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and they screw up, especially nowadays where most of them are understaffed. Yeah. Or got newbies. The other day, went and did carry out, and I swear the person handing me the bag of food was like nine. But anyways, I'm like, do 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 you need help? But and you, it's just 
given room mm-hmm. for people to mm-hmm. to mess up. I've I found great joy working with and being around people where they've either given me room to mess up mm-hmm. or I've given them room to mess up. Mm-hmm. There's a there's like a a coming together power there. I love it. I think a lot of the reasons why we don't, though, is because we don't want to perpetuate behavior by going, oh, it's okay if you mess up because you can come back. But actually, that be- that can become a catapult into really working hard to make the best choice and to, to do things with excellence. But I think sometimes we're afraid that if we give people too many chances or even a chance, they're going to constantly go that route instead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's really good. All right, 15. By the way, we're on purpose making this particular episode short because most of the work to be done is to be done after the podcast. Mm. So uh, you're going to have to look at the notes and do all that kind of stuff. But number 15, the last one, 15 gut check questions for a leader. Love never fails. Do I have a high turnover or a low turnover in the number of people who work and volunteer with me and for me? Love never fails. If the number is high, then maybe it isn't the people failing. Maybe it's me. Do you have an environment that, you know, like even if they don't work for you anymore, right? like like who did the cutting off? Did you do the cutting off where they won't even talk to you anymore or or did they? Mm-hmm. Love never fails. I, I want to make it a point that in my life, I'm not the one cutting people off and saying we can never talk, mm-hmm. text, mm-hmm. dialogue. I think that one of the things as a teacher uh, – when I was new at teaching, I think there were a lot of seasoned teachers that would get really frustrated if they had a class that just didn't really perform well, like a grade, a whole grade level where, oh, that was just a bad bunch of apples or something. One of the things that our principal consistently told us was if you've got kids that are consistently failing, like if you fail more kids than you don't, that's not their problem. That might actually be your problem. Yeah. And so being really introspective about that and going, is it the way that I'm leading them or am I moving too fast or whatever? And I think in relationships, it's the same thing. Am, am I cutting people? Am I quick to cut people off? Or was I open to it, but they weren't open to me? I think that's a really good thing to consider because we often give ourselves a lot of grace and more often the benefit of the doubt because we know our intentions, but we don't extend that same thing to others. And so that's just a really good question to process and then make changes, or even if we need to reach out to people and say, gosh, I'm so sorry. No, exactly. <laughs> that I, yeah. <laughs> I, the, really, the, one of the, the heart of why we wanted to even do uh, a little leadership chat here, 15 questions, very simple. Mm-hmm. But the, the heart of it, if you want to know what we're actually talking about right now, is accountability. Yeah. And yep. uh, accountability, uh, man, sometimes we choose the wrong people to hold us accountable and we choose people who are simply just like-minded mm-hmm. or 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 who are willing to justify mm-hmm. where we're mm-hmm. at or or they love us so stinking much yeah that they don't really want to go after or play that play that role mm-hmm. in our life so uh i if you're going to live life that's that's off the fence if you're not going to become if you don't want to be apathetic Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want to become the person that you never wanted to become, like in the mm-hmm. worst of ways, mm-hmm. one of the elements that you need in life is accountability. Yes. So there's a list like this, very simple list. There's tons of these kinds of lists. Mm-hmm. 15 gut questions, 10 thoughtful uh, things to consider, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The five most important self-introspective kind of blah, blah, blah. Not intending to get into the world of just self-help right now, but... Who is keeping you accountable? Mm-hmm. And I think who is a major part of that sentence mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. 
and who's keeping, mm-hmm. keeping, keeping mm-hmm. you accountable. Uh, so I wonder uh, how many people could say, oh, I've got accountability in my life. Mm. Not someone uh, that you're choosing to lie to or, or put right, the, put the that's best... Right, because that's the yeah. other part of that is how, how responsive and open and transparent and honest... Accountability is only accountability. as good as the honesty that yep. you'll present. Yep. Uh, and the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a worthwhile short conversation. Yeah. So you've got 15 questions now that if you're willing to be honest, what I would suggest is go find someone that is that is loving mm-hmm. who will ask you the questions, mm-hmm. get your answers, then revisit them in maybe mm. six months. Or uh, and, and there's different environments to do it. You could do it with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You could do it with your kids. That would be crazy town. <laughs> you could do it at work. Uh, but you're going to need honest answers and reflection. Mm-hmm. But uh, and bite-sized pieces, like yeah. taking it. If you've got, if if out of the fifteen, there are five of them that you are just really stinking at, picking one or two, or even as a family saying, "We're going to focus on this one for this this week or this sure. month or whatever." Yeah. Sure. Well, I hope I hope it becomes a tool. We wanted to give you a bit of a tool just in the midst of these uh, podcast episodes mm-hmm. that uh, maybe uh, maybe you'd be willing to to get better. And just let let some awkward, tense, um, really thought provoking stuff to enter your yes. your life to get you a little sharper in a way you're going. I wasn't inviting this. They've been talking with therapists and been talking about family and friends and and let's talk about Jesus and yeah yeah yeah. But Jesus consistently held people accountable. Yeah. And uh, so know that we love you. That's why why I want to do a little little blip here. Fifteen. Gut questions for leaders. That was interesting that, what you just did. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> if you have more questions to add, or there was one in particular you loved, or anything like that, you're welcome mm-hmm. to text us 605 250 1224. 605 250 1224. Until next time, know that we love you mm-hmm. very much. So much.